Did you recently wake up one morning, realize you're suddenly retired, and wondered what in the world you're going to do all day, all week, for the rest of your life? If so, you're just like us. Two guys who retired early in life and are trying to figure it all out. From choosing the right healthcare exchange product to learning how to coexist with our wives in the same house, seven days a week, 24 hours a day. It's enough to make you want to start drinking right now. So join us on our podcast called What's Next, when every hour is happy hour. Welcome to the What's Next podcast. Whether you're about to tee off on the golf course, sitting on the beach, or napping on the couch, anywhere but the office, this podcast is for you. If you're still working, turn this podcast off right away. Unless, of course, you're pondering retirement or a sabbatical. So this episode is coming to you from Austin, Texas. Jason and I made a road trip. Woohoo! Check out the opening weekend. Um, and uh, having a great time so far. But we thought it'd be a perfect time to do a special episode where we're going to talk about college football. Right, Jason? The Your favorite thing. The absolute best sport on the planet. There is nothing like it. The pageantry, the rivalries, it's all good. So the concept behind this episode came from a guy. Uh, his name is Chris Borsanti. And Chris is the father of a guy uh, that was actually on my son's lacrosse team. And he's a superintendent of schools up in northern New York. And he told me he had two more years left until he can retire. And I asked him what he was going to do once he retired. And he's a big college football guy. He actually played offensive line at University of Virginia. And he said what he wanted to do was a college football road trip. Every Saturday, he was going to go to a different stadium and watch a different game. And I thought that was ingenious. I've never met the guy, but he's already my best friend. Yeah. I love this concept. I'm super excited to talk about it. And it's something that I've never you know kind of materialized into an idea but i but i've always wanted to go to big stadiums and big games i've been fortunate i've gone to a lot of them but this made me really put my head down and think about how do we make this happen and go week by week and go see some awesome locations go see some amazing stadiums see some great games and try some amazing food in all these great towns i love the food in college towns that's, too that's part of the deal right so uh what chris did chris actually set me up his choices his picks Next year, we're going to fly up and do it with him in New York. We'll do it live with him. But he sent me his picks. He had some interesting picks. Uh, I was surprised he didn't pick the Virginia game every week, which he didn't do. But, um, but we're going to incorporate some of his picks. And then we also have a special guest here with us. Woohoo! Producer Hank. Our, our fabulous producer Hank is also involved in this, and he's sitting right here in in front of us, he lives in this great city of Austin. Two blocks from where we're staying. Two we blocks. happen to get very lucky on the location. Yeah, what a coincidence there. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> so Hank is going to participate in this with us also. He is a uh, college football and all sports phenom. His day job is producing podcasts for, for uh, all, all sports-related podcasts. 
Yeah. Wait, wow. there are other podcasts besides ours? Well, this is this is actually my day job. Oh, this okay. is, this okay. is the prior jacket. Exactly. Yeah. There are others are his hobby, right? Got it, got yeah. it. Just I'm, making sure. I'm already very lucky to get to, to get to work on this with you guys because now I'm, I've been planning my retirement far earlier than most people, I think. There you go. <laughs> and uh, the fact yeah. that we're, we're doing a, something college football related was right in my wheelhouse, so I'm very excited. But first, before we talk college football, we do what we always do, which is we are going to open up our drink for the week, which is from the Zilker Brewing Company here in Austin, Texas. The hey, beer. why don't you tell us yeah, about it? Yeah, why don't you it? tell us about it? You know the guys that do that make it, right? All right, so Zilker Beer, I was, at, I was in Zeta Psi at Texas, shout out to the Zates, and Marco and Forrest are the founders of Zilker Beer. They graduated from Zeta Psi a few years ago, and I'm lucky enough to have gotten uh, free beer whenever there's a flavor that doesn't quite work out um, or they <laughs> the have leftover. they like you so much they give you the leftovers the, the kegs that expire any, any excess they'll send it down that's to the a house. Roll of the that dice. is yeah. roll the dice when the kegs expire you know what you that's know a what? beautiful friendship you gotta love that uh, i think it's been worth it every time and it, you know what the beer is delicious also it helps that it tastes really good and to, to prep to prep for this we actually went to that's right zoker sure. brewery the other day and had a little afternoon happy hour just us and uh what's the name of the fried chicken place that was the spicy boys spicy boys Ooh, that good fried chicken sandwich amazing and great tater tots so what we're gonna do though is we're gonna we're gonna drink the beer as we as we go like we always do at the end we're gonna give it a review and see what we think about it so but uh all right so what we're gonna do is we're gonna week by week pick the game it's gonna be picked based on you know how competitive how good the game is where the stadium is and what is there to do around the stadium because that's always important, right? So let's start with week zero. Who wants to weigh in at week zero? Because there's not many options week zero, right? You know, I didn't think there were too many choices, so it seemed like the logical choice was to go to Dublin, Ireland. Right. Tough Big drive. Big 10 kickoff. Yeah. It's a long drive. <laughs> um, Great beer though, right? That Good beer, uh, good scotch. Uh, but also I thought what was interesting about it is, you know, we will go to the game. It's already passed, but Nebraska Northwestern had a good game out there. But it's also, I checked it, 250 miles from the golf courses in Scotland. So we're going to turn this into a golf into trip. Into a golf trip. I like that. College football and some golf. How's that? I like that. That's a very good combination. I like that a lot. It was actually a very good game. It was pretty entertaining, relatively clean for an opening game. Uh, for those. Sorry to bring this always back to Texas football, but it always comes back to Texas former football. Texas quarterback Casey Thompson started for Nebraska, and it felt like I was watching a Texas game again because he had a great first half, and then they kind of fell apart in the second half. Yeah, I like Casey a lot. I thought he kind of got a bad rap last year. He started the season strong, and then he hurt his thumb, and he couldn't quite get it together. So I was rooting for him, but there was like a tiny little piece of me that was happy. <laughs> For these Nebraska fans that got like the full taste of what a season with Casey is like in one it game. It was just like watching a Texas game again. It was really crazy. I would have been happy for him if yes, he played great this season. Great guy. Yes, great guy. Same old Casey. Yeah. All right. So we are now rolling into week one of the season, which is uh, which is this weekend. Just passed. Hank, why don't you go first, man? What, you know, interesting, very competitive week one. Where would you be right now? So... If I had chosen this a week ago, which I actually did when I started this research, I would have gone with Oregon and Georgia. Uh, I'm fond of the Ducks. And that was my pick. I was at the game, baby. Yeah. 
I mean, so Jason, but Jason, you were at the game. How, how was it? Was it fun to watch? Oh my God, it was brutal. So my son, one of my twin sons is going to Oregon. So we were dressed out in, in Oregon gear. We purposely got seats in the Oregon section. We were probably outnumbered. At the, at the neutral site. At the neutral, quote unquote, neutral site of Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta. <laughs> Georgia fans probably outnumbered Oregon fans three to one. So it was probably 75 and 25. Yeah. I'm Oregon surprised. fans were out in force. I mean, it was, it was impressive. It's a quick trip to, from Oregon. <laughs> yeah. Believe play. me, I've learned it's not easy. <laughs> it was not, it was, that was a bad game. I mean, there were the men of Georgia who looked like an NFL team. And then there was a, it was an okay college team that was playing there, which was the Oregon ducks. And Oregon had some chances at the beginning. They moved the ball pretty well, but Georgia's offense was insane. I mean, way more creative, diverse. They they looked awesome on offense. I think their offense is going to carry them this year the way their defense carried them last year. I think what's interesting, though, is Oregon was preseason number 11, oh, I number think. Number 11, Kevin? yes. So I mean, That's not the 11th best team in the country. Well, that's the question. Is Georgia that good or is Oregon that bad? I think Georgia was just ready to go. Like it's something off coming like coming off that national championship. There's two types of teams after they win a championship. There's the ones that are, you know, come back even better and are determined to defend it. And they're the ones that try to coast off like past accomplishments. I feel like Georgia, Georgia came out like they still had something to prove. And part of that is because they had, I think, seven guys taken in the first round first last round. year. Yep. A lot of the people starting for them now on their defense aren't the same guys who won that cha- championship right. last year. Like Saban's talked about this with the Bama teams. When these new guys come in, they still feel like they have to get theirs, you know. So next, I, I was actually, up. I was fired up to see Georgia playing that well. I just think it's good for football. Georgia was good, like that. man, but Oregon was not the eleventh best team. In the okay, so but, but, but Georgia's very good. Georgia would be a playoff team if I had to pick a playoff team today. Georgia's in the playoffs. But here's the question: When you did your homework on this, I know you went to the game. But was that the game that you thought was the game to go to for the week? Yeah, absolutely. No really? doubt. Okay. Well, I did too, but we're overlooking something. And the reason I picked it is you had Notre Dame at Ohio yeah. State. Yeah. You know, two top five teams battling it out. And, the, and that, to me, was the better game. But the reason I didn't pick them is I don't want to go to a place twice, and we will be visiting – Ohio State later, later in, in the season. Segment. Yeah, I've so got would that. you guys agree? I agree. I I wouldn't have picked that one. I would have picked Oregon Georgia just because I think it was a cool game. Re- almost never play cross country. Georgia defending national champions. I there was just a lot of goodness in that game. I agree with that. But after having watched the games this weekend, if I could go back and have gone to one, I wouldn't have chosen Oregon Georgia because that was a blowout from the start. Right. I would have gone to Utah Florida. Because that game came down to the wire. That was a really great game. I think Utah, they didn't play that well. They kind of handed it away to, to Florida with a pick late. But I still think they're going to be a good team this year. I think they're going to bounce back. And, man, if Florida can be plucky this year and can cause some trouble in the SEC, that would be fun to watch. Yeah. 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 So. All right, let's move on to, uh, to week two, September 10th. Um, Jason, let's go with you. What, what do we got? There's only one game that matters this week. Say it. And I'm there. I'm here. I'm here for the whole week to mentally prepare and get ready and eat my way through Austin so I can watch my Longhorns host Alabama, which, in which I don't think it's going to be a great game, but it's going to be a great atmosphere and it's going to be a ton of fun. Hey, Texas will lose. I will be there cheering them on. 
and uh, hopefully, you know, my belly's full with barbecue and beer, and it'll still be a good time. But yeah, that's the game you got to pick. So, so that's the game of the week. That's the one. I mean, college game day is going to be there. It's you know, we're not even calling it the game of the, the game of the week. They are. All right. So we're in Austin. We're th- this game, the Alabama Texas game in Austin. Where do we eat? And, 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 and I'm asking with... It is a tour de force. This is the barbecue capital of the yeah. world. And we are eating barbecue every single day. We started today. Shout out to Franklin's Barbecue. The brisket. Unreal. Well, that was the question. There's a million good places to eat in this great city. Um, but, so, you know, is it Franklin's? Is there another one that's better or Love Barbecue? Where's so my favorite, and when I, so I've already planned this out. Friday is Love Barbecue Day. That's where I'm going. I'm, I'm pre-ordering Love Barbecue just like I pre-ordered Franklin's today. I'm going to do that. I'm get, I love the ribs at Love Barbecue, and I absolutely love their beef ribs. So I've already pre-ordered that. I am sure at some point this week I will go Terry Black's as well for a little light lunch. Terry Black's, I think, has the best bang for the buck relative to least weight, best barbecue. But if you're going absolutely the top of the line, to me, it's love barbecue. I'm going to throw a dark horse out there. And I don't even know if it's a dark horse anymore because they've been getting pretty popular lately. But Interstellar's, uh, Interstellar, which is up in the north, they actually won the best brisket competition at like the mm-hmm. Texas barbecue contest last year. I believe maybe it was two years ago. But my roommate and I heard that. We decided to go check it out. Not only is the food delicious, but free Lone Star when you're waiting in line up there. That I can't believe. What's the weight, what's the weight game there? I, mean, I, I couldn't tell you. We were having a great time. I, it was two beers long. Two <laughs> beers long? So yeah. about yeah, 20 minutes or yeah, so maybe? 20, 20, 25, so around that's, there. That's pretty ingenious though. I think right? that's awesome. You know, Cheap beer. Yeah, Cost them almost nothing. And Hank doesn't even remember how long he waited. Yes, he was thrilled. Exactly. He's and, thrilled to wait. And I probably ate a little bit less barbecue because I filled up a little bit too. You know? Mm. Well... So I think we're all pretty much in agreement. It's going to be a welcome to the SEC for Texas, an early welcome to the SEC by Alabama, but that's the game of the week for week two. So let's roll from week two to week three. In my opinion, it's just going to be a drive, a hundred miles drive. I don't know enough about Texas to know if it's north or south, (laughs) but I'm thinking we're going to College Station. What do you guys think? I don't like going College Station. I'm not gonna lie. That's <laughs> not Miami where I'm going. and A&M. No, that's not where I'm going. I've never been to College Station. I, I'm not starting now. I've been to one game there. So what's so? What do you guys think? It's it is in in trying to be impartial. It is a great place to see a game. The, the fans are amazing. The traditions are odd but interesting <laughs> and fun. And so yeah, that's that's a good game. That's not where I'm going. Where are you going? I'm going to where I'm actually going. I'm going off the board. Very odd pick. I'm going to Western Kentucky at Indiana in Bloomington. Going to go visit my son. My other son's in Indiana. We're going to check out the Hoosiers. I think they will be 2-0 going into that game. They beat Illinois in their opener Friday night. And they have Idaho, I believe, coming up this week. So I think they'll be 2-0. Could be borderline top 25. They will be the last team in our family to have been to be undefeated, I believe. And so we're going to go see the game. We're going to go check out Buffalo Louis for some wings and Mono Bears for some pizza. And we're going to have a good time. 
So, Hank, my guess is that wasn't your pick. <laughs> it was not. And I also wouldn't be so quick to give Indiana that game against Idaho. We'll wait and see there. <laughs> I feel, I'm feeling better about the Hoosiers. So where are you going, Hank? I can't believe I'm saying this, but I'm going to Nebraska for the second time in three weeks because I want to see Oklahoma at Nebraska. Um, Bringing back the old Big that's A an rivalry. Old, big yeah, a 12, old school right there. And I, I try my best to... to give a little bit of preference to like the older rivalries as, as I did this exercise, just because, you know, as a younger college football fan, I've never actually seen these two teams play. I don't think so. It used to be a battle. Yeah. It'd be fun to see the newer, you know, the newer edition of it. Plus Casey Thompson played pretty well against OU from what I can remember the last time he played him. So it'd be nice to see him get another shot to, to beat them. Anytime I can root against OU, you know, I'll be there, even if it means rooting for Nebraska. All right. So let's go week four. Week four, Hank, I'll roll back to you. What do you think in week four? Well, I talked about already how much I like Florida, and I like the idea of them being good this year. So I'm going Florida, Tennessee. I think Tennessee this season, they've had a rough couple years. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think they need some wins. This might be do or die time. Uh, and then I think Florida could give them a game. I think it'll be a good, a good game to watch either, either That's way. a bitter rivalry. They it's do a not good game. like each other. That's a good game. What did you have, Ken? You know, I actually had, um, I guess, uh, ACC rivalry, Clemson at Wake Forest. Wake Forest typically isn't up in the rankings like they are this year. I think it's actually their highest preseason ranking ever. Believe it or not, I think they're like 16 or something like that. And, um, you know, so this is, if you think about doing this type of road trip, how often are you going to get to go to Wake Forest? How often are they going to have a relevant game? Not often. Once right? every 20, 30 years, yeah. maybe. So this is it. This I is took it. this okay. as the opportunity to do it. I didn't see any of the games that really jumped up at me. Uh, the Florida-Tennessee one was one I did have circled. I've actually been to that game a long time ago, Florida at Tennessee. Florida won there. The Tennessee fans are not very nice people. <laughs> I, oh, I think they're okay. Oh my gosh, it was brutal. I went to. I've been to a couple of games at Tennessee. I think I was at the game where they probably played Rocky Top the fewest number of times ever. You mean it wasn't triple digits? No, because Miami came in there and absolutely Stop. blew them out. And I think they played Rocky Top once at the beginning of the game, once at halftime, and maybe one other time. And it the rest of the game was just complete silence in that stadium as Miami destroyed them. Hmm. That was pretty fun. Well, I'm excited to see rivalries like that. Uh, the, the only experience I have with an SEC game was when LSU came to Texas a couple years ago. Joe Burrow and crew rolled into town. I believe you guys were here at that game. Awesome. I was at that game. Absolutely. It was a great game. That was a Texas lot of should have won that game. Texas, yeah. Should have, would have, could have. It was a great game. It was really fun. And honestly, as, you know, as bitter as the, the, the attitude was during the game towards LSU – Walking around in the street afterwards, I think part of it was just because how amazing the you know was. the end of that game yeah. was. But but yeah, you know you could walk up to LSU fans and, and have a pleasant conversation. I I'm excited for for that atmosphere when Texas switches over. Yeah, I had Wisconsin Ohio State for this one. Okay, I think oh, and I could go see Ohio State play a bunch of times because I enjoy watching them play and I think they've got a really interesting team and fun team to watch and I like. Their coach, Coach Day. Uh, you know, Columbus is not my favorite place on the planet to go. That stadium is loud. Those fans are nasty yeah. and rowdy. Yeah. 
And when Texas played there the year we won the national championship and beat them on a Vince Young to line a sweet touchdown pass in the end zone, <laughs> I was there. And the fans were not very nice to the Texas fans as we left as, as winners that night. But that seemed like the most fun game to me. I love how they uh, – I'm sure they do this at every stadium, but I went to a game there. and they The visitor seats, oh. they're like on a different planet. They're so high up and in the corner. It is unbelievable at Ohio State. It's almost like they built a separate section outside the stadium just for them. So, but uh, we may be visiting Ohio State a later later, later weekend uh, during the season. So, all right. So let's roll. Week five. Uh, Jason, we'll I'm, flip back to you. I'm back in the SEC for a game. You know, anytime. And again, man, this is a place where I could go over and over the Grove. When is how often is Kentucky and Ole Miss a game that you probably want to check out and go see? Not very often, but Kentucky supposed to be a much better team this year, continuing on an upward trajectory. Ole Miss always entertaining under Lane Kiffin. They'll score a lot of points. You get to go to the Grove. You get to go to Memphis. Go flying to Memphis. Stay there. Eat some Germantown commissary. All you can eat rib night is Monday night. I used to eat it all the time. Love it there. All you can and so and the Grove. There is nothing like the Grove, man. When I went there for the Texas Ole Miss game, that that is a sight to behold. That is one of the most fun, if not the most fun, tailgating scene I've ever been to. So with the Grove, we are in my list going at a later, later date. date. I would yes. not miss that. And if you don't know, you don't, don't know. But you need you need to go there one time in your life. Um, I bet I know which one because I actually said the Grove is so much fun we could go twice there. So I put it down. I have it on later on the list too just because it's the Grove. There aren't that many weeks here. I don't know if I can double up on one place, but I am also going back to the Grove, which is I have never been, but I'm going there later in the season. So so where are you going this week? This week? So this is a tough one because there is three really good SEC games week five. We got Bama at Arkansas, Kentucky at Ole Miss, and then LSU playing Auburn. All of them just good teams, good names, interesting storylines going on. But I am choosing none of those because I want to go see Oklahoma State play Baylor. That's what I had. That's a great game. Have you ever been to Waco? I've, I have driven through Waco, which is about <laughs> all I want to do. But just for the football, that's a rematch of last year's Big 12 championship game. Came down to that tackle at the goal line. Like such an exciting dramatic finish, and then both of these teams, both of these teams lost key players in the off season, uh, and I'm I'm excited to see how they come back, how they play this year. Plus, chances are Texas might be going up against one of these guys. They can get a couple wins later in the season in the Big Twelve Championship. So this is a scouting trip for me as much as anything else. And I'm just gonna throw one curveball in, uh, Chris Borsanti. His pick was NC State at Clemson, yep. and he said the reason why it was his favorite. Stadium to play in Death Valley. Clemson's an player. awesome stadium. Yeah. It is. So, I, I have, I'm visiting there later in the year, so I love that place. I've been to one game there, had a blast. It's it, that whole scene is a great scene. So yeah, um, that was on my list as well. That's a, that's a good rivalry right there too. Next week, week six. Oh. What are we thinking, Jason? I mean, we didn't have to think about it. I don't think we have to think about this one. We're going to Alabama. We're going to see Alabama curb stomp Texas A and M. I'm shocked that you're saying I can't believe Can that's the direction you went. I, Who are you? I, I knew you were going to go a different direction. So I thought I was, was going to have this. to fight you I was so sure we were on no, the same page. No, was... I think it's so, – I'm trying to be not biased here, okay? Last year, A&M beats Alabama. 
Saban had the comments about Jimbo and buying recruiting classes, yes. the whole rivalry there. I want to be there. I want to see that game. I think that's going to be. I, I think that's going to be an amazing scene and game. And that's one I know. Texas right, hey, OU. Jump in on. and say your like, piece. Any other week? Any other week? Just for the off season smack talk alone, you know. But but here's the thing. Bama is going to crush AM. and and I, I think I would enjoy that. I mean, I would enjoy it too, but it's it's not going to be a good game. It's not going to be close. I don't, I don't think the football in and of itself is is good enough to warrant picking it over Texas and OU, who are still two flagship programs in college football. This game every single year at the Cotton Bowl is so exciting. So the atmosphere with the stadium half burnt orange, half crimson. So much fun. It, it's it's to me, it's the single best environment. I've been there. 20, 30 times, I don't know how many times, a lot of games. It's amazing. The Texas State Fair. Yeah, if you're thinking with your stomach, I mean, I, I, where else can you get a bacon-wrapped 12-foot jalapeno corn dog? <laughs> the corn dogs. The, uh, the last time I went a couple years ago, I had the new greatest thing I've ever had in my life there was fried chocolate chip cookie dough. Ooh. Oh, my God. That Ooh. thing Wrapped in was, bacon? No, it didn't need to be wrapped in bacon, Ken. <laughs> this thing stood on its own. Really? It was amazing. Amazing. Like at the Texas State Fair, if it can fit into a fryer, it's you can buy a fryer. fryer. Yeah. I've had I've had fried dough. They get fried ice cream there. The fried Oreos are oh. incredible. That everything I had good. the fried Oreos and the fried chocolate chip cookie dough. Yeah. The fried chocolate chip cookie dough. Well insane. Week six this year, I'll check it out. Check <laughs> it out. I'll, I'll call you in Bama and I'll let you know how it yeah. is. You'll say Bama's up by four touchdowns. You were right. I hope. <laughs> well, I'm gonna I'm going to agree with Jay. I'm shocked. I thought I was going to have to fight both of you guys. But <laughs> but I, I think I think there may be an interesting twist in this game. I think A&M may actually wake up and challenge Alabama in that game just to say, hey, we're a legit SEC contender and to try and get up into the upper echelon. So that's uh, – that's, I'm thinking and hoping maybe it's a better game than some people are suggesting. Otherwise, Alabama just runs through everybody until, uh, you know, SEC championship game. So, all right, week number seven, Hank, what do we got? I went with USC at Utah. Me too. Yeah, I mean, this. I think two best teams in the Pac-12 this year. Uh, I, mean, I would have thrown Oregon in there, but. I mean, geez. Not after last, <laughs> not after yesterday. But, all right, so, so we all agree on that. But. Here's my question. Here's the challenge for you. What the hell are you going to do in Salt Lake City? I will tell you because I've been to Salt Lake City. Okay, tell me because I can't find – I got nothing. Bruges waffles. It's the single best waffles I've had in my life. It's touristy. I think if you told that to someone who was actually from Salt Lake City, they might roll their eyes. But, but I, you'll be a tourist, so it's I okay. Mean, they're so good. It's like these caramelized waffles. They slice them open while they're cooking, slide a full Belgian chocolate bar in there, seal it back up That's again. That's pretty cool. It's pretty solid. I would go there two or three times just to pass the time. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I had that same game. I was kind of with Ken. I've been to Salt Lake City at least multiple times. I did have my laptop stolen out of my rental car there. That's in Salt my, Lake? In Salt Lake, parked at a, in a valet parking. That's my lasting memory of Salt Lake city so it's not my favorite place on the planet but that seemed like you know i'm willing to give it a shot and go to a game there look the stadium looks beautiful the the views are spectacular and i think that's the best game of the week from a football perspective though i think every usc game this year is going to be sort of interesting with uh, lincoln riley and what he brings to the table right i, I think usc is that's my 
number four in my final four going to the playoffs. Wow. I think that USC is going to run through the Pac-12 at, at worst 11-1, and one, maybe go undefeated because they're just going to outscore everybody. And I think Lincoln Riley, I think there are a few coaches that are that good on the planet, and I think he's one of those coaches. Well, uh, also, Caleb Williams, I am very happy that he he's, left yeah. Oklahoma because he's from the DMV. Uh, shout out to the DMV. It, where I grew up, I really wanted to root for him to college and in college, and then he committed to Oklahoma, and I was devastated. Then he came out in the Texas OU game last year on fourth and one and ran a sixty-yard touchdown on a QB sneak, which was unbelievable. And at that moment, I like he became a problem. I think he's the best quarterback in college football. Wow! I think he's, he's a awesome. Heisman. I think he's a Heisman favorite. Uh, I put him in Bijan in my my one two, and it's always going to go to the quarterback when it's close. So I, I'm, I'm excited to watch him. As much as I don't love USC, as much as I don't love Lincoln Riley, as much as I don't love anyone who played at Oklahoma, he is legit. Yeah, he's, he's legit. Good. And Lincoln Riley's a great, he's a great, great coach. Like I said, they're my, I put them in the playoffs. Week eight. Keep rolling, Hank. Week eight. What do we got? I went, <laughs> okay, I, I had an interesting one here. I went with Vandy and Mizzou. Um, and the reason is because Vandy at Mizzou. Vanderbilt has not won an SEC game since 2019, and when they won it, it was against Mizzou. And I think this could this could be their their next best chance. They've been doing pretty well this year. I'll look it up right now. But they won their first two games already this season. Their quarterback has been putting up some insane stats. I I think Vanderbilt could still one. And also, I mean, I'd love to go. I've never been to Missouri. It seems like it'd be a nice place. Maybe I've watched Ozarks. Cool. Those yeah. are good show. Yeah, good quality. I, I tell you, I had, uh, I like uh, UCLA at Oregon. That's the one, and I'm going to that game. That's well, my pick. But I was gonna, so I was gonna say maybe you could tell us what it is to do up in Eugene. Oh, Eugene like- is a great town. That'll be my first game that I've gotten to see there. the The stadium, just walking around it, is insane. As you would not be surprised to have Nike basically funding everything. Their facilities are insane. The food scene in Eugene is phenomenal. Tracktown Pizza, shout out to those guys. Great, great all-you-can-eat buffet at lunch. Loved it. And then the wings, the, the place to go to is Hot Mama Wings. You give them nice credit for the name, but the wings are amazing as nice. well. So great, great food town there. The game, Outson Stadium is supposed to be, or Outson Stadium is supposed to be amazing, incredibly loud. Hopefully they'll still be a decent record by then. The folks will be going crazy. It'll be my first game there, and I'm looking forward to it. All right, so rolling to week nine, Hank. I, well, I'm gonna bet both. Well, certainly you, Hank. I'm not gonna be on the same page you guys. Go, go for it, and then I'll. I went with the uh, Michigan State and Michigan. Uh, I want to see the Big House. I uh, never got to go, and also those are gonna be two good teams. I that you know that this type of like Big Ten rivalry games. I think they're always like ugly in a fun way you know it's it's gonna be like like the the what is it the was it the joe moore offensive line award right. michigan won that last year michigan state's got some some big nasties on their d-line you know it's gonna be a battle in the trenches it's gonna be a lot of running the football and i think i'm gonna love it you and 108 other people jason i'm going to happy valley ohio state penn state hoping it might be the whiteout game I would, I've never seen a Probably game in Penn be, yeah. State. Yeah. I've always wanted to see a game there. I've gone by the stadium, but I've never been in it for a game. 
huge, loud, those whiteouts look insane on TV. I'm hoping that's what it is. I'm dropping my money on that one. That's where I'm going. You're both wrong this week. It's Florida, Georgia. It's the world's largest cocktail party. It's in Jacksonville, neutral site. Georgia's obviously, you know, defending champ. Florida, like Hank, you've said, they're going to maybe give them a little trouble. You got everything going on there. You got a great game, an incredible rival, and you got the biggest party of the year in Jacksonville. So I don't know, guys. Getting Have you ever been to that game? Else. I've never been to that game. I've never game. been, but everyone comes back. They raves about not the game, but the party atmosphere around it. Yeah, it's like it's Texas a, OU. I think it's very – I've never been. It's a friendlier version in a, be a beach friend. town. Yeah, that's true. And it's – I don't know. So I may that, I may pivot here. I think uh, I think honestly both of you guys picked something a little better than me. I did not consider the Penn State the whiteout game. I wanted to go to one later in the season, but I think I ended up changing it at the last second. And then world's biggest cocktail party sounds stupid. Pass up. So. Well, I'll tell you what. You know, this is a this is a podcast about retirement. Everyone gets a taste of the retired life yeah. in Jacksonville. There you go. It's like so, the Margaritaville the Florida, Florida the home of retired. Yeah, that's there. You go, Florida, Georgia. That's where we're going. All right. Week 10. Hank, what do we got? I'm going Clemson and Notre Dame. Um, Notre Dame has not been good in my lifetime, I don't think. Uh, I'm 22. So, I mean, they've, they've, they've gone to the playoffs, but they've been smacked around there. So, I mean, I, I'd like to go see Notre Dame to see what it's all about. I've actually been to the campus before, and it's really pretty. Uh, Clemson should be a good matchup for them. I'm going to give them one chance to impress me on their home turf before I write them off for my entire college football love and life. I had the same game. I I had going to Notre Dame. It's a I've been there once for a game. Texas played there. I happen to have a friend who went there for school. He happened to be friends with the guy who like is the president of the university. We sat right on the fifty. It was a super fun game. The atmosphere. You are right on top of the field. I mean, it is. You feel like you are right there on the action. Now we were sitting on the fifty, so that helped, but. It's an incredible stadium, so much history, great place to see a game. That's And that was the one to go to this year, I thought. Yeah, I, I had the same thing. Great game, great atmosphere. And uh, it's also a night game. Makes it more, I don't know, more electric, I think. So we'll go with that one. All agreed on that one. Week 11. Jason, talk to us about week 11. What do we got? I know where you're going because if you were saving the Grove for this week, this is the week to this go. This is the week for me. So, yeah. you know, if I'm going to go someplace twice, that's the one I'm going to for the tailgating. That's so. That's what I had. Okay. Hey, I was on the fence about this, and hearing you guys talk about the Grove earlier sold me on uh, Bama at Ole Miss this week. But I seriously considered Utah State at Hawaii because how many chances are you going to get to go to Hawaii, <laughs> even theoretically? I like that. Yeah, yeah I, it's an I, interesting. And you test it. When you're retired, you've got the time to do that, Hank. Well, so, one day, yeah. All right, so here's a curveball. So, Chris Borsanti, whose concept this was, he picked a D3 game, Portland versus Ithaca, for the Corteca Jug, played at Yankee Stadium. He said it is a crazy, drunken atmosphere. He said, the game was played in 2019 at MetLife, and they set the D3 attendance record. They had over 45,000 people for a D3 game. So he said it is just a wild and crazy atmosphere. 
and a lot of fun of a football game to go to. So uh, is it better than Alabama Ole Miss? I don't think so. Well, you do have the food in New York. You could do a lot of damage around food. Basketball season's kind of cranking up around that. Maybe you take in a Knicks or a Nets game to go with it. You kind of do, or a Rangers game. You kind of do the trifecta. You hit them all. That could be a good weekend trip. What's the name of the trophy they play for? <laughs> Cor- oh, I wrote it down because I never heard of it before. It's called Cortaca, Cortaca Jug. The Cortaca Jug. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know much about uh, that game, but any, I think more trophies should be called jugs. I like just the imagery there. Okay. I, you know, I, I would, I, if I was it's playing for something, yeah, I'd want to play for a jug over it. Holds more of whatever you're drinking. That's true. Yeah. Week 12, Hank. What do we got? I mean, a lot of good games this week. Uh, I'm going to call out, not this isn't my pick, but I would love to go to Kansas and see Texas get some revenge from last year and, and put some of the Twitter trolls to bed, but I'm not going to give them that headspace. I'm going Georgia at Kentucky. Uh, I mean, out of any team that Georgia's going to play this year, Kentucky and Will Levis might actually give them the best run for their money. So why not go see them play? It's just good football, and I think the environment will be great. So, Jason, let me throw this at you. Let me just tell you what my thought process was okay. into this week. It was one of the more difficult it's weeks. A diff- it's a tough week. There's a lot of good places to choose from. So, I was between um, – so, you got USC-UCLA, which is an old-school, big-time rivalry, which will be played in the be city. very easy to get tickets, though, because yes. no one goes to those games. And well, that, so, <laughs> right, so, that, so that's – you're heading – that's where I was heading. So – that game's played in Los Angeles, right? And, you know, you got all the change with USC and UCLA leaving the Pac-12 and all that stuff. But then also, you've got Oklahoma State at Oklahoma. Bedlam. So, yeah, so Bedlam, which is a huge rivalry, big deal, hatred between the schools. So I was kind of deciding, in my mind, do I go to L.A. or do I go to Norman, Oklahoma? <laughs> so you laugh. But I decided let's go to a place where they actually love football because I don't think in LA they care. So my my thought was let's let's go to Bedlam. It's a it's always a fun game. Uh, been dominated by Oklahoma over the years for the most part, but great atmosphere, great rivalry. I went a little bit different. I, this is where I went: Clemson, Miami, the Hurricanes, the U. I'm thinking the U will be not back to its old days, but a much better team this year. Clemson maybe has a shot to make the playoffs. They would not be in it for me. They'd be just on the outside. But I think that could be a really important game come deciding who's going to be in the playoffs. Not that Miami will be, but Clemson will be playing for their playoff lives. So I chose that one as a great place to see a game. I think if Clemson wants to make the playoff, they're going to have to run the table in the ACC and probably beat Notre Dame as well and hope that Notre Dame beats some other teams so that they're pretty highly ranked. So uh, I... I think that game might matter just as much, if not more, than the USC at UCLA or the Bethel. So I'm going to throw Chris in the mix here. He had another uh, curveball for us. He picked Yale at Harvard, and he said it's one of the longest-running rivalries in all of college football. And back in the day, those were the best teams in college football. So interesting. Again, I don't know if I would go to it, but... At least it's easy to get tickets. <laughs> That's way back in the day. All right, Hank, week 13. We're getting down to it. This is the last game of the regular season, right? Man, I don't know if I want to go first for this one. Jason, do you want to go first? 
I'm going to see Michigan, Ohio State. Yeah. Never seen that one. There were two, I, and I've never seen Alabama, Auburn either. So those were the kind of the two. If I were going to go, those are my kind of final two. But I think Michigan, Ohio State may mean more. Uh, you know, I, I, that, that was my pick. Um, you know, I wanted to go to Ohio State once. And I've actually been to both of those games. And the, the hatred is real at both of those games. But I will tell you, a game at Ohio State, they hate the Michigan. They hate Michigan. They hate Michigan fans. They hate the Michigan coach. They hate the Michigan water boy. They, I mean, they literally hate them so much. It's unbelievable. The game I went to, they beat them by like over forty, and they were still, you know, they 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 didn't lighten up. They didn't calm down. I mean, that is just a great rivalry. And uh, yeah, that that's where I wanted to end the season was in Ohio State. Plus, you got Germantown with the beers and brats and all that stuff. What do you think, Hank? I mean, I was so torn between those two games. And that's ignoring every other great game this week. There's Pitt-Miami, Michigan State at Penn State, which I think is going to be a whiteout game, and maybe with some snow, too. you got Oregon-Oregon State, which I know from talking to some Oregon fans. Yep. That's always nastier than you'd expect. But, like, Michigan and Ohio State in the shoe versus the Iron Bowl, like, that is as good as it gets in terms of college football rivalries. So my plan is to go to Michigan and Ohio State, which is a noon kickoff, uh-huh. and then hop in a plane as fast as I can and figure out a way to, to get down to Alabama and, and see if I can make it. The time of the game has not been announced yet, but I'm hoping they put that at some sort of like nighttime primetime game. I'd like Choose to double the up. Three thirty slot. Yeah, we, we we clearly pay you too much if you're you know, hopping to do that. And, and Go for one half. I wait, dude, get like, the trip private jet. How much? Yeah. How much is a high speed that. jet rental for for? If I explain to the pilot, do you think that I really want to see both rivalry games? Do you think I'm you'd sure let that's it go? the way it works. Maybe yeah, just catch the don't. second half. Yeah. Well, I, you can't go wrong with either one of those two, but those are clearly the best. Uh, the, I think the best two games perhaps of the year period. So, all right. So now we, we jump into, we got the SEC championship, right? Um, which is, you know, back in Atlanta, Mercedes-Benz State, Mercedes-Benz Stadium. I think we pretty much can guess who's going to be in that. Um, and then from there, Army-Navy, any takers with that? Oh, yeah. I'd love to go see an Army-Navy game. I'd go see Army-Navy, but why are you assuming we all want to go to the SEC championship? Yeah. Uh, what other championship is there? I mean, I was going to go for the Pac-12 championship, which is in Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas. A place fun. I've never been, but it would be pretty fun to go check out. Wow. Over the SEC championship? I'm not a big fan of the championship. The championship games just don't do much for me. I, I have... You're taking the week off? I'm taking the week off. I, I, <laughs> I, I've been in the SEC championship. I've never even been to the Big 12 championship because I find it so uninteresting. There, it's It's... I don't love it. I don't love the championship. Games. Last year, the two teams that played in the SEC championship played again Both played three again. weeks later. Yeah, in the national championship, and a different team won. If I, I like your thinking on on going to Vegas. Now I could see making a weekend out of that and doing it fun. And maybe the Raiders are in town too, and that would be a blast. But otherwise, I'm I'm sitting that one out. I don't need to go to a championship game. I don't know, man. It's the best two teams in the league. Yeah. But all right. But it doesn't mean that's the problem. It, a lot of times it doesn't mean in something. that game they're both those teams are moving on. Right. It doesn't chances. matter. Yeah. So Army Navy is in Philadelphia on December 10th, the next week. It is the only option. 
But from what I've heard, I've never been amazing. there. I've seen it on TV. Yeah. But absolutely amazing. The patriotism. The last last year's game, they had the snow coming down just in that setting. Uh, really looks absolutely awesome. So, um, and then we got the Peach Bowl back in Atlanta, Fiesta Bowl in Glendale, and then uh, out to Inglewood for the uh, for the national championship. Hank, who's your four? Who are my four right now? Yeah. Oh, I wasn't prepared to make these picks, but Texas won, obviously. Just kidding. Uh, <laughs> not until Arch gets here. I would put Bama up there. I think you have to. And I put Georgia up there. Uh, you know, even if I was doubting them at all, they just completely showed why you shouldn't this past weekend. Um, for my next two, I really wanted to say Oregon. I want to root for them. I like the team, but I, I just can't. I think I got to go with... Uh, USC out of the Pac-12, and then and then Ohio State. I don't think anyone's going to knock them off. I think it was a fluke that Michigan did it last year. I think they are the best team in that conference, and I think they have the most talent possibly in the country right now. Jason, where are you? I have Alabama, Georgia, Ohio State, and USC. I think, uh, I think Alabama, Georgia, and Ohio State are head and shoulders above everybody else, and I think USC gets it done with Lincoln Riley because the conference just sucks. And they're going to roll through it and outscore everybody. And I would say Alabama wins it all this year. The only twist I would put on that is maybe Clemson. Yeah. Clemson slipping in. But otherwise, it's tough to argue with the, the top three. So, um, so what did you guys think of, uh, think of the beer? Silker Brewing, Parks and Rec. I like it, and I and we've tried a couple now because we were at the as we said we were at the brewery the other day. But the Parks and Ale, the Pale Ale, is really good. Tastes great, very refreshing. Hank, I, I've always thought of this as a good beer to have after you mow the lawn. I don't know if that have you ever mowed the lawn, Hank. I actually had to mow the lawn pretty often when I was a kid, and then okay. I went to the allergist, and they said I was allergic to grass pollen, and my it's he was a like great excuse. You mow the lawn excuse. anymore. I went home yes. and told my dad with the smuggest look on my face, yeah. and he was you like, went without your parents. That's a good excuse. Well, I went with my mom, who was way more sympathetic to that. Yeah, but dad, dad did not buy it. At you all. can't say you don't like it, but I tell you, it. I mean, this is a great beer. Very tasty. Um, really enjoyed the experience going to the, to the bar. Super the fun. Very cool atmosphere, and it just—it's a very Austin-y type of beer, very Austin-y type of packaging, and uh, makes me think of Zilker Park, which is just a great, they, fun place. They do have some orange here on the packaging for the University of Texas, oh, I yeah. think. Oh, yeah. So you gotta like that—that that they somehow incorporated our Longhorns in there. It's a so, cool-looking beer. So who are we toasting to, Jason? We are toasting to, given that we were doing a college football show, I thought we had to go football player. And I really, you know, am touched by the story of Shipkeen Griffith, uh, who I think a lot of people have uh, read about and heard about. Um, Shaquem and his, he's got a brother who's also a football player. They both played together. But Shaquem Griffin, um, his fingers on his left hand did not develop when he was born. The pain was so bad at age four, he literally took out a knife to cut his hands off. His parents stopped him and scheduled an amputation the next day. And to go on and do everything he did, he was an Under Armour All-American high school football player, four-year letterman in track and field. He was the defensive player of the year in the American Athletic Conference when he played at Central Florida. 
And then he was the defensive MVP when Central Florida beat Auburn in the Peach Bowl on their claimed national championship. I think we know the Scott Frost team probably is not really capable of winning a national championship now. <laughs> then he goes to the NFL Combine with one hand, basically, does 20 reps of 225 on the bench and runs the fastest ever time for a linebacker at that point in time, 4.38. He was eventually drafted by the Seattle Seahawks, joined his brother there. Played a couple of years in the NFL uh, with Seattle and then Miami, and now he's retired. And I think a big cheers to him for all he's accomplished. Great cheers story. Too. All right. Cheers. Well, thanks for joining us for this special edition of uh, College Football Road Trip. And don't forget to like, share, tell your friends all about this podcast. If you want to be a part of it, give us some ideas. Tell us what your favorite drinks. We're willing to cover any and all topics that are relevant for those retiring or on sabbatical. Did I mention you should share this podcast with your friends, your family, even people you don't like? Tell them about it. Tell your friends, each one of you, share with one person and tell one more person about it. And if you want to reach out to us with those ideas, it's What's Next with J and K. What's Next with the letter J and K at gmail.com boys thank you very much for a great show enjoyed it cheers to you guys